Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Autism and Special Needs Podcast. My name is Lauren, I am a special education teacher and I'm also the founder of Diverse Learning Hub, a website designed specifically for kids with autism and special needs. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to get your students more engaged and interested in learning. As a special education teacher, I've struggled with this a lot, especially in my first few years of teaching. Um, And I've seen kids really not want to engage in the work, even as exciting as I'm trying to make the lessons. Um, But these three tips, I think, they're going to really help you guys find ways to make the kids more interested in learning and excited to learn. Um, I've tried these in my classroom and they've worked so well, you guys. So I'm so excited to share them with you. And um, I hope that they will work for you as well. The first tip to make your kids more engaged and interested in learning is to play to their interests. So if Billy is incredibly interested in dinosaurs, try to weave that into your lesson plans, right? So if you are teaching a lesson on um, writing a paper and the structure of writing a paper, why not have a practice paper be about dinosaurs? So Billy can go ahead and research different kinds of dinosaurs and then structure that into a five-paragraph essay where three of the paragraphs are investigating different types of dinosaurs. Or if you are studying um, fiction writing at the time, why not have Billy write a practice um, paper on a story about a dinosaur? Something that I see time and time again in the IEP meetings, meetings with parents and meetings with teachers is that a lot of parents and teachers will try to kind of squash an interest or push it away, not let the Billy talk about dinosaurs, not let Billy read dinosaur books, because I get it, like, some of these kids have very intense interests, but I say instead of pushing that away, try to kind of dive into it and use that interest as a point of leverage for learning. It can be a great tool to teach different topics that are harder to teach when the content isn't as engaging to the student. So if you're teaching higher level concepts like making inferences and making predictions to Billy, then I would get fiction texts about dinosaurs and start there. Start teaching that concept with content that's incredibly engaging to Billy so that he is interested, he is laser focused on your lesson, and you can start to teach those higher level thinking concepts with content that Billy loves, with content that you know that Billy will be all in, 100% focused, because he loves dinosaurs. And you can do this with any topic. A lot of my students are very invested in Star Wars. So what do I do? I go out and find Star Wars short story fiction books and talk about story arc with them. Right? I teach that kind of concept with them through books that they love, through characters that they know and they're comfortable with. You can start to teach these higher level concepts through materials that the kids absolutely love and enjoy 
and they will be much more interested and invested in learning about these concepts when it's content that they are very into. Now, I understand you can't always be reading books about dinosaurs or books about Star Wars or whatever your student's interest might be, but it's a great place to start. It's a great place to introduce new concepts. And those introductory weeks to a new concept can be some of the most challenging weeks for students because it kind of might go over their head. They might not understand what's expected of them. So in those weeks, if you can use content that the kids love and are interested in, it's going to make those initial teaching lessons of those concepts much more engaging so that when you start to read books outside of dinosaurs and outside of Star Wars, they'll have already the foundation of the concept built in. They'll already know about the story arc. They'll already know about making predictions so that they can start to translate that to other pieces of content. And when you reach the point about teaching about different concepts, different content, then you can start using those strengths and interests as a point of leverage, of reward. If you complete this assignment, then you get to draw a dinosaur or read a book about a dinosaur, right? Then you can start using those strengths and interests as a reward. So I always keep in mind my students' strengths and interests and I don't try to suppress them. I try to leverage that in my teaching. The kid loves dinosaurs. Use that to your advantage. Get to know your students. Get to know what they love, what excites them. A lot of parents worry about their kids being laser focused on one thing, but what do we do as adults? A lot of adults are laser focused in on music, on art, and we see that as a strength. They become a professional in that space. So I wouldn't try to push those interests away. I would try to figure out how to teach concepts more thoroughly through using their interests and leveraging that for their engagement. The second tip to increase interest and engagement among your kids is to provide choices in ways that they can complete assignments. So if you're teaching a specific concept, you can give choices as to how they demonstrate their understanding. Maybe they draw a picture and label it. Maybe they write a paragraph and explain their understanding. Maybe they make a diorama or film a video on an iPad. There are different ways that kids can go about demonstrating their understanding. And if you leverage choice, then they're going to be more excited about showing what they've learned. I'm in grad school right now at the Harvard Graduate School of Education, and I'm in my second year. And what I've found that's very interesting is that a lot of my assignments are choice-based. I can show my understanding of what I've learned through the readings by making a blog, by making a video, by doing a presentation, different avenues to demonstrate my understanding so far from just giving a test or just making everyone write a paper. I get to choose 
how I demonstrate my understanding of the course curriculum. And this, as a grad student myself, makes me so much more engaged and excited about learning because I get to show my understanding in a way that feels true to me. I get to make videos. I get to make podcasts. I get to do whatever it is that fuels me. And the same is true for students. And I've learned this in my classes as well. And I've seen this play out in reality when I'm in my classroom. If you teach a concept and provide your kids with choices to demonstrate their understanding, your kids are going to be so much more invested in learning and excited to show their understanding because they can show it in a way that feels authentic to them. So if you're teaching your second graders about leatherback sea turtles, for example, when I was in school back in second grade, we would just get a test at the end of the week about what we learned. And I would fail that test, right? I hated multiple choice. I wasn't interested. But had my teacher said, Lauren, you can, you can show your understanding in any way that works for you. I would have made an awesome poster about um, leatherback sea turtles. And that would have really excited me because I love being creative and I love art and that's what fuels me. So I would have been able to show my understanding and I would have been able to dive much deeper into the learning about leatherback sea turtles than just that worksheet or just that quiz, that multiple choice quiz I was given. So think bigger than just giving a quiz or an assessment at the end of a unit and allow your students the choice to choose how they're going to demonstrate their understanding. Whether that be a poster, a diorama, or a blog post, whatever your students are capable of, and give them the choice into how they're going to understand it and how they're going to display their understanding. Now, I know that this isn't always possible in the classroom. For example, like if you have to give a math test at the end of the unit, but try to do it as much as possible. Instead of giving a math quiz, have them demonstrate their understanding with a project or some way that feels true to them. If students are given choices to demonstrate their understanding, they're going to be so much more invested in the content because they're going to be able to show their understanding in a way that they love, in a way that serves them. So try to do this as much as possible. Give choices. And your kids are going to love it and be so much more invested in your lessons. The third tip to make your kids super engaged and interested in learning is to provide instructional content in a variety of ways. Not all kids learn the same, right? We've got kids with disabilities. We know this. Lecturing to the class might work for some students, but not for all. And handing out worksheets and having your kids read through a paragraph might work for some students, but might really not work for all of them. So it's important to provide your instructional content in a variety of ways. There are so many different ways that you can teach a concept, right? You can teach it through video, through reading, through audiobooks, many lessons, visuals, 
so many different ways and avenues for you to reach your students and the traditional way of lecturing to the kids isn't going to work for all students and so at diverse learning hub what we've done is we've created a variety of ways to tackle social issues and social stories for your kids back in the classroom um, a few years ago when i first started teaching um, all we had was paper social stories right social stories that i'd have to read the students print out laminate read them over and over again and the students got disengaged incredibly quickly so what i did was i went and i animated social stories on concepts like frustration fire drills anxiety making friends listening different social skills that kids with autism need support with and instead of just reading them on paper they were able to watch videos and then they were able to complete interactive activities on diverse learning hub related to the videos and then printouts for kids that really thrived with paper still so diverse learning hub is a good example of how to approach teaching in multiple varieties of ways through video through interactive online activities and then printout activities on top of all of that. If you want a good example of how to teach in a variety of ways, check check out Diverse Learning Hub. I think I think you'll love it. I think your kids will really love it. Um, especially if you're like self-contained cluster classroom, it's it's perfect for that that setting. But make sure that you are teaching your concepts in a variety of ways, right? If you're a teacher that really likes lecturing, try to switch it up and do center sometimes. Really help your students stay engaged and interested in learning, you guys. So I'm so excited for you guys to try these tips and please let me know how they work. As always, reach out if you have any questions. My name is Lauren and make sure you follow this podcast if you want some more tips on how to support your students with autism and special needs. Check out Diverse Learning Hub for animated social stories, social stories, songs, interactive activities, lessons, printouts, all things special ed, you guys. Check it out, and um, I hope you guys have a great day, and I hope that this helps your students become more engaged and interested in learning.